about sweepers. If there's one thing this show is known for, it's in-depth reviews of brooms, mops, and suction-activated cleaning devices. This is the only podcast that's not afraid of real talk when it comes to bristle density. I'm being told sweepers is common parlance for online sweepstakes communities, which makes a lot more sense in this context. And now here are the hosts who never require purchase for entry. Alison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. Hello, everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Allie and I are performers who, for many years, used the internet as a script in our show, Blog Logs. It was a live comedy show where we would use Reddit threads and Craigslist posts, anything you could find online, and perform it on stage as different characters. There was dancing, there was singing. Eventually, we made a web series called Two Girls, One Show, where we interviewed people behind all the posts we'd been performing, and we went on scripted adventures. And today, we are making this here podcast with The Daily Dot. And Matt, who is on the line with us now. Hello, Matt. I'm on the line. <laughs> He's on the line. Um, Hello, 90s. Thanks. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes. <laughs> Matt, yeah, he called in today. Um, so <laughs> we are doing this where we're just interviewing people behind all of these crazy internet communities and phenomena. And we're super excited about today because it is a huge thriving community, and it's something we should probably all get involved in. Today is every Jewish mother's dreams. Fuck couponing, fuck discounts, we're going full <laughs> sweepstakes! Woo! We're talking to sweepers today, or specifically one sweeper named Tom, who runs and owns a website called I Win Contests. He's been he entering... Does. Yes! He's been entering <laughs> and winning sweepstakes since he was a boy. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. <laughs> and yeah. we're talking big! Girl! He's, yeah! He's won cars. He's won trips. This is the real fucking deal. I don't have time for this intro. I need tips on my life. I know. This man has strategy. Yeah. I need a car. I need a house. I need a lot of things. I need a cruise. I need, I need a what cruise. I need? I need a cruise. I need a trip yeah. to Hawaii. Mm. I need a Burning Man ticket. Matt, what do you listeners? need? Wait, but seriously, plead to the listeners. Plead to the listeners. If anyone has a Burning Man ticket, I still need one. Matt, what do you need? <laughs> what do I need? I, I don't know. Uh, How about just some uh, cold hard cash? Yeah, I'll take the cash. Okay. Yeah, diapers? To. I don't know. You seem to be popping out mm, children. Yes, yes. Yeah, diapers. You're welcome. Well, hopefully, oh. God willing, we don't need them for much longer, but <laughs> pray, pray for me. <laughs> All right. I will begin. Uh, Matt, that actually, I imagine diapers, that's probably a big sweeps thing. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Parenting stuff and supplies baby shit yeah it's gotta be yeah yeah get it get that lifetime supply of diapers because pretty soon you'll need them circle of life <laughs> right right yeah, stock up yep, yep. save yeah. them save them in the attic I get love in there that. now but mm-hmm. now you're thinking but now what thinking. i didn't realize is there are people who are doing this all day every day and they're probably winning a lot of shit like i wonder if they're winning enough shit to just support their lifestyle i mean not shit it's like cool right. stuff but yeah, yeah uh like truly to just you, ne- you never need to buy anything again uh, mm-hmm. you can't eat diapers though yeah, you know what i'm saying that's true. <laughs> yeah but you can shit in them <laughs> but you need food in order to sh- i don't know guys right. well, we'll figure it mm. out we'll talk to tom we will figure it out we are detectives let's do this internet detectives. internet detectives <laughs> oh god uh-huh. we're becoming the same person okay <laughs> I do have some pretty baller trivia for you guys if you're interested. Do I, I win a prize? Usually... Do I win a prize? Oh, that's a great question. 
Hmm. How about I give you my name, my email, my date of birth, uh, your social security, and then okay. you submit that into the trivia machine, and then I get a prize. Here's the thing about sweepstakes, and I know this because occasionally in the media biz, we're like, "Hey, we want to like get followers, or we want to like get people to You've sign up for some shit." I, we've run sweepstakes, and every time we do it, it's like I gotta call a fucking lawyer and get a terms of service. Like, there's a bunch of legal shit to do before you can even touch a sweepstake. And I, that I am saying that to say, no, I legally cannot afford to <laughs> offer you a prize, but I can uh. offer you fun. Hmm. All right. All right, all right. Let's yeah, all right, along. let's just do it. Yeah, if there's no <laughs> prize, right, what else are we gonna do? So, all right, let's do it. Now, tell me if you remember this. This sounds vaguely familiar to me, and I. it sounds like it was a big deal at the time. Play for a Billion was a sweepstakes launched by Pepsi in 2003, not that long ago. We were all, you know, burgeoning adults at the time, I would say, uh, where entrants had the chance to win one billion, billion with a B, one billion dollars. At the time, that was the biggest prize ever offered in a sweepstakes, though I believe, this was actually weirdly hard to research, there have been like Powerball lottery prizes and one Powerball winner who like won 1.5 billion. So not the biggest prize in history, but like a billion dollars is a crazy fucking prize. Anyway, a billion codes were printed. Uh, Some of them were like instant winners. I guess this was on a can of Pepsi. So you peel it off, you could win 15 bucks, 20 bucks. And then you submit the codes 200 to 300 million codes were redeemed via the website and they would mail them in. 1,000 people were chosen at random to appear on a two-hour live game show hosted by Drew Carey on the WB network for a chance to win $1 billion. So this was not just like mail it away and hope for the best. It was like a television event in 2003. Now, this game show from what I read, was like stupidly complicated. I I read like three articles and the Wikipedia page, and I'm a smart person, and I really don't understand how the show worked. I think, think basically, each contestant was assigned a random six-digit number, and then there was a secret random winning six-digit number determined backstage and then there was some sort of elimination process where each contestant could like walk away with a guaranteed payout of a million dollars or they could like if they thought their number was closest to the secret number they could try for the one billion dollar prize i'm sure this made more sense if you were watching the show the question is i definitely get just to it Matt. how yeah. was the secret winning number for $1 billion determined backstage during the broadcast. I have three choices for you. They threw a baby at it. No, I I don't know. Yes, that's the (laughs) one. Hey, get ready. Get ready for the choices. A, a chimpanzee rolled a series of dice to Mm. determine the number. Love it. I love how they always bring chimps in for these crazy stunts. (laughs) These poor little chimps. Anyway, all right. they're, They're digging it. B, a camera was pointed at a wall of lava lamps capturing their highly unpredictable patterns, so generating a random number from what year was lava this? lamps. 2003. It's Burning Man? Okay, okay. No, no, don't insult Burning Man like that. <laughs> Choice C, 
an array of radios were tuned to detect atmospheric noise around the world caused by thunderstorms. So the randomness of thunderstorms and lightning identified the six-digit number. Those are your three choices. How was the $1 billion secret number generated for this like huge game show in 2003? I mean, I'm going with chimpanzee because obviously I should go with chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with lava lamps because that's crazy, but it's feasible. Okay. I'm going to assume it's thunder because neither of us guessed that, but uh, I'll go with lava lamps. I'll commit. Yeah. All right. One for chimpanzee, one for a wall of lava lamps. We will find out the winner of this sweepstake after this commercial break. And now a real advertisement entitled 20 pounds of free bacon in Houston, Texas. From the website where I get all of my smoking hot meat, Craigslist. I am a vegan, and my soon-to-be ex-wife went out and purchased 20 pounds of bacon as some sort of sick joke, and I need it out of my fridge today. I... Don't want to throw away that much bacon, but I will if it's not gone ASAP! Located in Midtown. Call or text for address. I need that dude's address. I know, I was gonna, it sounds like she wanted to be his ex wife. Like, she must have known. I she, would she knew. Definitely go get that 20 pounds of bacon. But it's free. It's free. It is Matt, free. You got to put us in touch. All right. Yeah, I'll connect you with the sponsor. All right. Thank give you. Us, give us that trivia, that hot cool. trivia. All right. Some hot trivia. The biggest sweepstakes slash game show prize of its day, a billion dollars from Pepsi. A thousand people got on this game show and they went for the one billion dollar prize by matching the winning number. How was this random number determined? Was it A, a chimpanzee rolled a bunch of dice? B, better be. A camera was pointed at lava lamps, which are notably unpredictable. Or C, radios listening for thunderstorms around the world. Ali went with. A, the chimp. Jen went with B, lava lamps. That's right. It says a lot about our personalities, and mm. yes, that's mm. right. I'll accept that. <laughs> the correct answer is A, the chimpanzee. Yes. Nice work, What do I win? Allie? What do I win? <laughs> you win a billion dollars. All right. That's a lot of money. This is what I found interesting. A uh, couple things. B and C are really common ways to generate random numbers. Uh, The computing service Cloudflare, which does encryption for, I guess, high-profile sites to prevent DDoS attacks, Uh, one of the ways, at least in the early days, where they had to generate really secure encryption, which is kind of based on extremely random numbers. I won't get into, like, what randomness is or why certain random numbers are more secure than others. But there is something about lava lamps that are very unpredictable and you line a bunch of them up and you somehow measure them and that generates sequences of numbers that are more random than, you know, a typical computer would spit out or, you know, rolling a bunch of dice, which is not efficient. So that was cool. 
uh, and the website random.org, which is used to pick a lot of winning lottery numbers, uh, uses radio frequencies. They, they tune, I guess, many radios to um, frequencies in between stations. So they're not listening to uh, regular stations. They're kind of in between the dial. And that picks up atmospheric noise. And when there's variations in as- atmospheric noise caused by thunderstorms, that modulation creates very random numbers, strings of numbers, and lottery state lotteries use that to generate very random uh, winning lottery numbers. I found that really fascinating. Damn. P- fucking Pepsi. Like, you're this brand, you're a soda brand, you're going to do this marketing campaign, not only a billion dollars, but like all of these like instant winners and whatever, and a two hour live game show hosted by a celebrity. They actually did this twice, once in 2003, once in 2004. It sounds vaguely familiar to me, but I didn't know all the ins and outs. And here's the kicker. Pepsi actually did not want to risk paying a billion dollars like the odds of winning the billion after like submitting the thing and getting assigned a number and then playing the game show and then your random number actually matching the chimpanzees number was so small but they still hedged their bet because they there there was a chance that they could pay out a billion which they didn't actually want to do they paid an insurance company uh berkshire hathaway actually to cover the risk, they paid them $10 million as an insurance premium so that if someone won the billion, Berkshire Hathaway, the insurance company, would have to pay the, oh, the wow. prize. What? Pepsi would never actually pay it. Nobody ever won. So Berkshire took, it's essentially a bet. They, they made $10 million by doing nothing and, yeah. and Pepsi didn't end up paying the billion. Berkshire at the time, the largest shareholder in Coca-Cola. Wow. There were so many layers to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. It, right? I know. <laughs> Number one, I'm in the wrong business. Yes. Exactly. What an unnecessarily complicated stunt. And what? Like what what mm-hmm. what was what was the goal behind the scenes? What do we think? What that's it sounds nefarious. I mean, <laughs> just like the most crazy marketing campaign. But like, and then I'm reading about it, I'm like, wouldn't it have been cool? to like create this of like you're in the boardroom and it's like okay guys we got to sell a lot of pepsi what's the biggest fucking thing we could do i don't know give away a billion dollars and let a monkey roll dice on national television <laughs> yes yeah let's do that this is insane. fucking crazy yes yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah uh, i want to be the chimp <laughs> <laughs> be the chimp you were born to be yes girl yes <laughs> yes Oh well, man. All, all right. right. Let's let's talk to someone who can really tell us about winning. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right, everybody. We have with us right now Tom. Tom owns and runs iwincontest.com as well as leads courses in navigating sweepstakes through his creation, Sweeper University. Welcome, Tom. Hey, how are you today? We're great. Is how that an you? accredited university? <laughs> um I don't know about officially, but uh you know, you're, you're okay. not going to get college courses. <laughs> All right. I'm still, I'm still ready. Uh, <laughs> I, I would like to major in sweepstakes. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Well, honestly, it seems way more lucrative than what I majored in. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Me too. We're in the same boat. Um, Heart surgery. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a, that's a major at college. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want to hear more, Tom. So could you just tell us a little bit about who you are and about I win contests? So growing up, I, 
always entered sweepstakes. You know, you see those things in the grocery stores, um, you see the the ads in newspapers, and you just enter them and you hope you randomly win something. Uh, as I got older, I started messing around with the radio contest, you know, be this caller, be that caller, and, you know, usually ended up winning some stuff that way. But then I, I started to really dive into it and think about um, doing it more not as a career, but more full-time and doing it on a daily basis. I had, I had won a truck, I had won a cruise, and I just did some research and I started entering every day since then. And that was uh, over 10 years ago. And probably about seven years ago, I Win Contest came about, which is a site and a newsletter dedicated to helping people learn how to enter sweepstakes uh, so they don't get scammed. <laughs> you know, there, There's definitely a lot of scams out there, but then also help them win prizes and uh, I never thought I'd be having conversations like this, you know, 10 years later. Wow. This is amazing. I need so many things. So can you tell (laughs) us about the very first time you won a contest? So the first bigger prize I I won, I was like five or six years old. And my mom had took me to Burger King. And uh, it was actually like Star Wars trading cards. You got these little cards and you filled out your name on the back and you, you turned them in and they drew a winner. And sure enough, you know, my name was picked. You know, I, I, I doubt I even knew what an Atari was at, at that point. So all I knew was that we won this big prize and we're going to go to Burger King and the press is going to be there and they're going to want to videotape me for TV and they're, they're going to want to interview me for the newspaper. And, and all I remember was showing up there and the lady says, you know, we were waiting for the, the press to get there. And she says, well, would you like something to eat? And I was like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. And she's like, well, you can have anything you want. And I was like, oh, man, I want Charlie in the chocolate factory <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like six years old or so. And I was like, man. So I, I remember getting free Burger King and thinking that was the greatest thing in the world. And they took my picture and it was on display in the in the restaurant. And uh, I played a lot of Atari that summer. I can tell you that. So, <laughs> so would you say this is when your lifelong obsession started? I'd say probably when I became an adult, you realize how easy it is to win things and get things for free. So, you know, before that, it was just kind of habit and hobby and, you know, you see something and you casually enter it. And now it's, it is, it's a little more of an obsession. You know, I, I look for this stuff. If I go to the grocery store, if I go to the gas station, I don't just pump my gas out there. I walk into the gas station and I walk around and I see what new sweepstakes are out. That's so cool. Oh, this, these are great tips. I just moved to LA. I'm going to have to start pumping you're, you're gas. You have a car, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so you go into the gas station and there's just like a sweepstakes and you entered on the spot. Like, do you ever pay for gas? You know, I, I've started to. I, I went, <laughs> when I first moved down here, I had went about two and a half years without my wife or I having to pay for gas. It was awesome because wow. we just kept winning, <laughs> you know, gift cards. Um, but lately I haven't won any gas specific gift cards. So yeah, it's a little frustrating when you have to actually pay for gas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Welcome <laughs> to the real world where the rest of us live. I mean, what is reality? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't, so I don't know. I don't know. So I am going to assume that you were six years old and there wasn't the internet like everywhere uh just i mean that was true for us at least so um we're i would love to know how the internet changed the game for sweepstakes again i started with radio contests but back i think it was about 2007 was when i won my truck i won a cruise and 
you know, all this was more online. And I came home, of course, I Googled sweepstakes. I, I read a book about it. Uh, and I just started to enter everything online. So that was a big difference. But they have these conventions yearly. And there's a, a big national sweepstakes convention once a year. And so the very first one I went to, I think was 2009, was in Minnesota. And at that time, sweepstakes was really making the transition from the older generation who filled out little three by five index cards and dropped them in the mail every day to now entering. Facebook was just coming about. Twitter was just starting. And I went to this convention and I, I look around, there's you know four or 500 people in the room and I'm listening to this person talk about mailing letters. I thought it was the most boring thing in the world. <laughs> and all these people are frantically writing what I thought was notes. And what they were doing was they were addressing envelopes and filling out their three by five cards and entries, which that was totally new to me because I just went online and mm -hmm. filled out a form. Now it's obviously quite the opposite and the majority of people all enter online and very few people enter by mail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, how many people would you say were at this convention? So every year at the national convention, it usually gets between 500 and 1,000 people. Okay. It, it is very, very different. <laughs> Why? What do you how? mean? Yeah. I love that. Well, because a lot of times when people meet me, they either think I'm full of shit because they're like, how in the world, do, how is this even possible? How have you been to multiple Super Bowls? You know, how have you, you know, met <laughs> all these people? <laughs> and they have no idea. And so they do. They think you're either full of shit or you're a liar or something's wrong. But then they show up at this convention and they're like, holy crap, there's 500 people just like you who have, you know, crazy stories and, you know, have won numerous cars and, you know, multiple, multiple trips. And how do I it, win a car? It's just a different world. <laughs> <laughs> She's serious. Ca cars are. Cars are tough. Uh, I will, if you ah. want, I'll share my, my one car story. So the Cleveland Browns, the football team, did this promotion. And you had to sign up online. And every game, they would pick two people to compete head-to-head -head by throwing footballs in the back of a Chevy Silverado. And so my name was drawn for week one. And I had no idea who I was going to play. And you show up and you have 15 seconds to throw as many balls into the back as possible. If you won, you came back the final game of the season. Whoever won, won the truck. So I win week one. I decide to practice. You know, I'm trying to throw them in the back of the trunk of my car and, and you know, just things like that. And I, sh I actually canceled a vacation to do this. So I called my wife up at work and I was like, you're not going to believe this. And, you know, that's how it always started with these stories. But I show up and me and this other guy go head to head. You threw at the exact same time and we tied. We both, I think, made seven balls. And I thought I might have lost. I was like, holy crap, I just gave up an awesome vacation for a Cleveland Browns jersey, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife is very supportive. Very. She's very understanding. <laughs> we we have to throw head to head against each other one ball at a time so i stand up i throw i make mine he stands up throws he makes his uh so then they moved us back a little further and i was like 
Well, I, I don't think I should have to throw first. He should have to throw first. I threw first last time. So the guy got up and just choked, like didn't even hit the truck. Mm-hmm. And so then I got up and I was like, all right, I just got to make this and move on, thankfully. And so I did. So then I go home and I make friends with the local Chevy dealership. And I tell them the whole story. I explain oh it. Gosh. And they let me show up every Saturday and grab one of their used Chevy Silverados drive it to the back of the lot and practice. Ah. And so I had three months before the finals. So I would show up every Saturday and I would, I would practice. I also, I, w- I went to Walmart and bought, you know, 20 of these Nerf balls that were as identical as I could remember. So I was trying to Thank throw with God the exact same things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I decided to throw from a catcher stance and I could throw the exact same ball every single time. I wouldn't have to bend over each time, which would change how I threw it. And I could throw three more balls in 15 seconds on average than anyone who was trying to bend over and pick up these balls. Wow. So I came home and I was like, I just won the truck. There's no one going to figure this out. And sure enough, I destroyed everyone in the semifinals and then the finals <laughs> and won the truck. <laughs> so. so you're saying I'm screwed. <laughs> Some some people take these things a little more serious than others. Yeah. I, I would have to learn sports, and I can't do that. Coordination. That's out of my, yeah. yeah. You, had to th- yeah no, you had to learn how I'm to out. throw a ball. There were people who showed up the day of, and they had been out tailgating and drinking, and like they didn't make a ball in the back of the truck. And I'm just like, what are you doing? You have a chance at a truck. All you got to do is yeah. throw these balls. <laughs> <laughs> so. so is it true that most people just don't make that much of an effort? So if you make an effort, you're likely to win? That's probably like rule number one is everyone <laughs> asks me what the secret is. And it's like, well, well, you got to enter. You know, some, some people, you, you tell them, you'll, you'll be on a cruise and be like, oh, hey, I won this cruise. And they're like, oh, really? I never win anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you, do you ever enter? And they're like, no. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I... And I thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that saying, 90% of life is just showing up. Yeah. I mean, holds true for sweepstakes. Yeah, but showing up not drunk, apparently. With a yeah, strategy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if there's yeah. skill involved, uh, a little sobriety might go a long <laughs> way. Um, so, Tom, I want to give our listeners uh, an understanding of the scope of what you've won. So, we know about the Atari way back in the day. <laughs> we know about gas. We know about the car. What are some of your other favorite things that you've won out of the hundreds of things that you've won? <laughs> Everyone enters sweepstakes for the different reasons. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a good job. And so my whole reason for entering sweepstakes was really about life experiences and things that money couldn't buy. So I focused on those and, you know, trips as an example. Um, so I've won, you know, and I, I show it's here 64 or 68 trips in the time I've been doing this. But it's, you know, it's multiple Super Bowls. One of the coolest things that I got to do was my father and I went to Daytona Speedway for the race, but we were brought in a couple days early and it was with Coca-Cola and they sponsor a variety of NASCAR drivers. And we got to pick a Coke out of a barrel that said, share a Coke with so-and-so. And whoever that was, that was your driver. And you got to jump in the car and go do, you know, hot laps at 180 miles an hour around Daytona with them. And they filmed it all. And, you know, it it was fantastic. And, you know, I got to share that experience with my dad. So, you know, it's it's stuff like that. That's incredible. Probably the biggest thing I've ever won is um, 
I got to be the soccer correspondent for Castro Motor Oil <laughs> for the U.S. men's national team. I didn't see that coming. And- <laughs> <laughs> they they were a big sponsor of the men's team and, and the World Cup back in 2014. So I got to actually go on four different trips with them. I, I went to uh, Columbus, Ohio, Kansas City to see the qualifier games, and they paid for everything. We had like spending money, food, you name it. We had VIP access, access to the players. You know, we were on the field before the matches. But then the biggest piece of it was I got to travel with the families of the U.S. players for three weeks during the whole first round of the World Cup in Brazil. Whoa, what a life-changing experience. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible. Like, I'm a huge soccer fan, and I don't know if I'll fully appreciate what we got to do and and just, you know, it was just crazy. Like, like um, you guys, I, I don't know if you're football fans, but you you probably know who Andrew Luck is. Mm-hmm. I wish you could have seen my face when you said you probably know who this is. <laughs> are you a big like, fan or you were, you were like, I have no clue who Andrew Luck is. No She's on the no clue side. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, he's, Andrew Luck, though? That's so fitting for this I know. topic. It, it is. He's, he's, the, he's a star quarterback. He's the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, yeah I knew that. I knew that. Totally. Uh, uh, uh-huh. I but, know uh, sports. There are goals and balls and, and points. Okay, go on. Basically, we, you know, me and my best friend who went on the trip, we, uh, we got to sit next to him during the flight and we're both big football fans. So we did know who he was and we, uh, you know, chatted with him and talked to him and, you know, how often do you get to hang out with Andrew Luck for, you know, an afternoon? Just, it was just no crazy. No idea. Just learned like he that. existed. <laughs> <laughs> True. I guess I always thought with these sweepstakes that they're like, there has to be a massive catch, but you're saying that there isn't? You're, you're definitely giving up your personal information, your name, your address, your phone number. Uh, you know, but but that, that information is pretty easily found on the internet nowadays anyways. Yeah, we're giving so, it away left and right, so right. might as well get something out of it. Exactly. I mean, there, there's a reason the companies do this. They want to market. Uh, they want to get a, a database full of people who are interested in their products. Uh, for them, it's, you know, it's advertisement. It's exposure. But, you know, there definitely are scams, you know, you, you do got to be careful and you, over time you learn what to enter, what not to enter, you know, not to enter the silly little thing in the middle of the ball that's giving away, you know, the, the Hummer that's sitting there. You learn stuff like that is just a timeshare database and they're just going to be bothering you, you know, with timeshare offers constantly. But you know, when Oprah gave away cars and then everybody had to pay like $7,000, so is that not normal? You're not, are, are you getting slammed with all kinds of hidden fees? You Ta- wasn't it you, taxes? You do pay taxes. Yes, you okay. uh, taxes. Yeah, taxes are the downside of the hobby. You uh, you definitely pay taxes on your winnings. Um, mm-hmm. The good silver lining is a lot of companies now are well aware of that, and so if you win a big prize, they will include so much cash to help you offset those taxes. Oh shit! Uh, you know, not everyone. Like when I won a truck, there was no cash option. No, I, I had to to pay my taxes on that truck. But when I won mm. this big trip with Castro, they understood that and they, you know, awarded me so, some cash to help offset what I would have to pay in taxes. Wow. Well, this might be a little in the weeds, but isn't a trip or a truck classified as income and then you pay the taxes on the income? If they're giving you extra cash, wouldn't you then have to pay taxes on the cash too? Or is it classified differently? 
No, it's classified the same way. So hopefully, sometimes it's, it's just offsetting some of it. Sometimes it's all of it, though. So they may uh, they may give you a car, say, worth $40,000, but you're also getting a $20,000 cash prize. So you're going to play income tax on $60,000, mm-hmm. but you have $20,000, which is going to cover most people's taxes in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Well, when it yep. comes to scams and taxes and other pitfalls, I assume this is something you are talking about on iWin contests. So we're curious to know if you can break down for us um, just everything that you're offering there. We know there's a newsletter, a texting group. Uh, so just what? Yeah, what what is on the site? What can people look out for? So, so the site itself is is a membership based site. You sign up for a year, you get a weekly newsletter. For example. You know, tonight, every Thursday night, I send a newsletter out. It says, hey, these are really good sweeps. Enter them. Um, it tells you what the prize is, how often to enter, you know, and it has tips and guidelines in it. You have access to the site, which has more sweeps on it. It also has a form so people can interact. Um, you know, there's a buy, sell, trade area, uh, you know, all, all kinds of things like that. We have a text group that what they do is they share keywords. For example, iHeart's giving away a trip to their iHeart Music Festival. And they say, text uh, stage to you know whatever their keyword or their number is. Well, that gets shared with our group. So it's impossible to listen to the radio all the time and all the stations. But when you have hundreds of people across the country, you don't miss many. And therefore, you can obviously get a lot more entries. That's insane. Yeah. So, so basically, are you is, is the text group blowing up all day, which is like text this to that number, and you're going to win a poodle. <laughs> you know <laughs> it. It is at certain times because there's so many different radio, you know, networks and ownership groups that as soon as one of them starts something, they all do. So there's times literally it's hundreds of text every single day, and then there's other times. It's no text because no one's doing anything. Um, but, you know, for the most part, they're, like right now, there's a few TV shows that are doing like um, Deal or No Deal is giving away $10,000 on all their Wednesday episodes. So you have to know the magic case or the lucky case. So as soon as somebody sees it, they send it to the group. You have to tweet out what case number it is. So is having this community hurting or helping your odds then? I guess it's helping. On certain things, it definitely helps. Uh, you know, like the text group, uh, you know, it's the text group's fantastic, you know, because there's the reason I started the text group was I, I don't listen to the radio all day, but I'd love to enter a lot of these sweepstakes. So now I'm being hand fed those code words every single hour. And I can choose if I have time, I enter them. If I don't have time, I, I don't enter them. So the, the other, uh, I'm sorry, I got a I got a random text that I won a gift card. Oh, it just popped up. That's kind of weird. Apropos. Although I imagine that's happening all day. It's just a $25 Fandango gift card. That's fun. It's like, Mm, oh, that's great. What are you going to see? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, A lot of of stuff like that, I end up giving away to members Mm. just because you win so much of it. Oh, so, oh it must be so tough. I've been so much. I'm just giving it away. I'm giving away my giveaways. So wait, yeah, so I, what are, what are, what's the ratio? Like how many contests do you submit to personally in a given week? And what percentage do you win? So I personally enter 100 to 150 things a day. That's, that's Holy usually shit. pretty long. Wait, do you have a job? Yes. <laughs> is this your, is this your full time? <laughs> you know what? I don't. 
I enter a fraction of what some people enter. Does your boss know about this? Yes. He he actually went to the World Cup with me. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Free things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. Boss, I got to take a lunch break now. All right. I'll be back in an hour. He's like, you go. And then we'll go to the World Cup. He's been very flexible, but no, he's, uh, we've been best friends since we were four years old. So he's been on a lot of trips. That's amazing. Nice. We went on a trip once for 12 people to Nickelodeon. Oh. So I took his whole family and his kids. Yeah. And <laughs> oh my gosh. So her, uh, actually, her, his kids were just down here and I had won Universal tickets and I took their kids. Nice. So, oh my God. Yeah, so so good. It's, 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 a, it's a good situation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you enter like 150 a day. It sounds crazy, but I try and win about 1% of what I enter, which is actually way higher than most people. Mm-hmm. Like- most people win about a tenth of one percent of what they enter. This is discouraging. Yeah, yeah. I need a car. I need a guess. It sounds it, but then there's like there's certain ones that you just you know. I always tell my members take the easy ones. Like like right now, there's there's a Burger King one, and literally every day you enter, there's five million Burger King prizes, and every day you enter, you win. You win something, and. A lot of people win like a Sunday or fries or a drink, but you can get those paid out as a gift card. You don't have to actually get them as a fry. So when this sweep is over, which it ends in about 10 days, uh, between my wife and I, we'll probably have about $150 in Burger King gift cards. What? So That is so bad for you. Yeah, but so smart. <laughs> I don't wish that much Burger King upon anyone. <laughs> but that's where it all started. You know, and, and the re- yeah. Oh my god, that's With crazy. The, Atari, yeah. the reality is I wouldn't be I wouldn't be using that. Um but what I'll end up doing is I might trade it. I might give it away. Yeah, things like give it that. Away, yeah. Listen, or you do you. Eat the $150 of Burger King. Just, you know, don't tell anyone. <laughs> you could always do that. I'm sure there will be people who do that. Tell your doctor. Well, um, well, right now, there's there's about 15 more boxes of Reese Cups sitting in my house. Because we won a year's worth of Reese Cups. your house just, like, filled with all kinds of stuff? It's a warehouse full of random shit. We have an entire room that is the prize room. Um, that just How big has is this room? How full is this room? Um, it's extremely full, and it's it's the it's the size of a like a small bedroom because it's it's oh considered God. our den because it doesn't have a closet. But so it's you know, probably bigger it than like any bedroom storage. I've ever lived in. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> kids, kids are coming over to trick or treat on Halloween. He's just giving away like Super Nintendo <laughs> and oh cars. What's no, the weirdest you- thing you've ever won? <laughs> Trojan actually, and it's funny because I'm I'm debating like how I want to do this. I might do it as like a, a gag prize at one of the conventions. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Trojan gave away vibrators mm. for March Madness this year. Okay, that's a choice. It's every bad. time, <laughs> well, every time there was a buzzer beater, you know, a, oh, a shot at the buzzer. Oh God. Oh, they would give away um, like 20 of I these. don't know sports, but I see where you're going. <laughs> I was thinking about the beater part of that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> was Andrew Luck involved yes. in this? Andrew Luck was not involved. <laughs> Got but, it. Okay. Uh, you know, the worst part about it for these guys was there was no, there were no buzzer beaters all March Madness, which is like oh, no. very rare. So after the, pro, after the 
March Madness had ended, they gave a bunch of these away. So literally, like one just showed up. Just throwing out vibes. <laughs> it's sitting in the prize closet with Amazon Echoes <laughs> and you know, Yetis <laughs> and everything else that's in there. Uh, while we're talking about the odds here, you should team up with a data scientist to put yes. all of this stuff in a spreadsheet and then pump out like you should enter this contest, not this contest. I mean, you're basically doing that, but like, are there members of the community who can get more granular and scientific than you can, or or are you that guy? Um, there are definitely people who are way more statistical. I mean, I, I love mm-hmm. statistics and probability and numbers. Um, I don't, I don't make it as extreme as as all these, uh, you know, as as scientific, I guess, as, as it could be. What I end up doing though is, um. I go out and I just I just look at the numbers. If I know something only has 40 entries in it, what's something I probably want to look at and I want to explore and I want to enter? Uh, so, so you just, you know, you start learning the probabilities. You look for things that you have better than a one in 1,000 chance of winning. Mm-hmm. You know, the, any, anything- a, a, rule of, a rule of thumb like that. Correct. Is, anything uh, is on handy. that is, is really a good sweepstakes to enter. I guess my perception of sweepstakes is that you can't see the odds. It's like, you know, uh, Coca-Cola is like, mail in this can, and then you don't know how many people are doing that, but maybe the online ones are, are structured differently. The online ones are structured a lot differently, especially with like Twitter or Instagram, because everything has to be public. Or if you go to a Facebook and it says, comment here to- you know, to mm. win tickets to, you know, Universal. Well, I can look at it and I can go, well, there's only 400 people that comment. Um, mm-hmm. But you're you're absolutely correct, especially in the old days or just the more traditional sweepstakes. You don't. It's it's a guessing game on how many entries they actually get unless they make it public. Do you or anybody in your community that you know of have any horror stories about the prizes that you won that really weren't weren't what you thought they would be? Yeah, I mean, you know, trips trips can be for the most part trips are amazing. You know, most of the time they are absolutely fantastic. But every now and then there are just trips that go wrong or you don't get the tickets in time or um one of uh one of the members showed up they were supposed to do I think it was Shania Twain. They were supposed to go backstage, meet Shania Twain, do all this stuff and they show up right where they're scheduled. They got the email, they got the confirmations. And they weren't even allowed in. Like they ended up calling security because they're like, you know, you guys are not on any list. And <laughs> and uh, it ended up being a, a you know really mess. And they had uh, I don't remember if they had I think they had drove there. It was like local. Oh, that's um, you know, got to be so disappointing. Well, the good part is sometimes then sponsors step in and go, yeah, we we really fucked this one up. We better correct this. And in that case, they did. They ended up flying them, you know, to some other city. And did the whole meet and greet and did a fantastic trip for them where it went from just being concert tickets and a meet and greet to now they got a whole trip and experience. Uh, and, and all huh, that that's awesome. Stuff. They had to yeah. one up it. So, yeah. <laughs> when did you find out that there are people like you? And then when did you find out that you all had a name? Because I love that y'all are called sweepers. Sweepers. <laughs> um, I'd probably say that, you know, the first time I went was that convention in Minnesota. And that's... That's when I realized how big the community and everything really was and how serious some people take it. Because, you know, just like you guys, you hear my stories and you're like, wow, you win a ton of stuff. Yeah, this is crazy. And 
you know, so, so you hear that, you hear that growing up, all your friends tell you, you know, oh, you probably won this, you probably won that. And then you show up at one of these events. And I remember the first night we all sat at these tables of eight and they said, you know, go around, introduce yourselves and, you know, tell some of the things you won. And at our table of eight, seven of the eight of us had won at least a car <laughs> and combined there were 13 cars just at our table. Oh my God, I need a car. And, and I think that was the first time that I was just like blown away. You know, I, I just listened to all these stories. You know, I listened to the couple who was sitting with me who told me like, yeah, we just want another washer and dryer. And they had one like 13 sets of washers and dryers. Um, oh my God. Why are they know, even submitting? How many do you need? Like well, win one yeah, and then be done with it. You know, and there there is some greed, I guess you could say. And so, sometimes it's just, you know, you it's the what thrill it's of winning. Yeah. Right. It's the thrill mm-hmm. of winning that mm-hmm. people just want to win. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, they give them away, uh, you know, to friends, I mean, that must family. Be fun to be like, hey, friends, you want this $5,000 thing? Yeah. That sounds nice. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing is <laughs> well, like, look, you if don't... you have any extra cars, I'm here for you. <laughs> you. You never know what you're going to win. Like when we moved to Florida, I didn't move any of my TVs. And so I was trying and trying and trying to win TVs. So I had entered all this stuff for TVs. And finally, it gets to be a few months and I haven't won a TV. And I'm just like, all right, I want a TV. I'm going to have to break down and buy TVs. So we did. We, we bought some <laughs> oh, TVs. Oh, like a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> just like paying for gas. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. But, I just love this. Like, I would like to own a TV. Well, <laughs> guess I better enter 5,000 contests. <laughs> you know, but then sure enough, we won three within six months. Uh-huh. So I I now have a big screen in my office. We have one in our guest bedroom and we won't have one in our master bedroom that we wouldn't have put TVs in there. Do you have one in your in your winnings room too? Just like a TV no. for your prizes? You know what? I, the only, I do have a spare TV sitting there because oh I God. won one. And replaced a different one. So so the spare one is sitting there in the prize closet. It's covered right in now. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, we want some tips. So can we just get into, like, we know you teach, we te- you teach courses on this. Yeah. So what are the most important <laughs> tactics for, you know, like Twitter or uh, keyword searches or like, just what are some things we could start doing now? Sure. I'm going to assume no. you need a separate inbox. <laughs> you know, that's that's like tip number one, I tell people. Okay. A- after no, tip, tip number, number one, one, you said was to submit at all. Just enter. enter. Tip number it, two, correct. new inbox. Okay. Yeah. So, so I always tell people, you know, devote a separate email just for this because you are. You're going to get a lot of garbage email and you're going to get a lot of spam email. Um, so just devote an email to this. The third part of that is you actually have to check it. Uh, you know, I you want to hear about horror stories. It's not horror stories on the trip. It's the horror story of when you see that email and you see it today and you were supposed to respond by five o'clock tomorrow for that trip to Beverly Hills for the weekend. Uh, and you find out now you didn't respond in time and they pick someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the next thing is join a site, you know, whether it's, it's I win contest, whether, you know, there's other competitive sites, but these sites exist for a reason. And there's always people go, well, well, why, why should I spend any money to sign up for a membership? Because sweepstakes are free. They're all over the internet. There are, but there's a reason why you're paying for information. Just like if you would go to a gym, some people can go to a gym and work out and find other people want a personal trainer. Uh, you know, it, it just makes things a little bit easier, holds you a little bit more accountable to what you're entering. 
those are really the main things and develop a habit. Like I always tell people, pick, pick 10, 20 things that you really, really, really want to enter and enter those every single day. Uh, texting, texting is so easy. Like right now on the site, there's like 250 text sweeps that you can enter and they're all divided by state. And so, you know, you can be anywhere. Like I, I joke that people are sitting on the toilet and they're sitting there entering their sweepstakes, but it's true. And I know it's true is they're just, you know, sitting there entering 20, 30 tech sweeps. And if they just do that, you're going to win stuff. So on your site, can people sort by things that they want to win? For instance, when you were saying you wanted a TV or for instance, I need a car. Yes. And a Burning Man ticket. <laughs> you you can sort it. It doesn't get as specific as Burning Man, but like there's there's categories like there's vehicles, electronics, trips, cash, gift cards. Um, also, how often you can enter. You know, say you want to enter, you want to find a sweep that you only have to enter once. So mm-hmm. a lot of people like entering those because if I enter, you enter. You know, we all enter once. We all have the same chance. Um, but then there's a lot of sweepstakes that you can enter every single day for a certain amount of period. And that's where sweepstakes people have a huge, huge, huge advantage because the average consumer and the average person, if Pillsbury, you know, dough is giving out $500 gift cards and you can enter once a day for two months, you might see it in the store and you might enter it, but are you really going to enter it 60 days in a row where a sweepstakes person will? Got it. That's how I get my Pillsbury <laughs> on, on it. it. <laughs> Do you have any top tips for Instagram? I spend a lot of time on there. So how can I start navigating that? There's a lot of sweepstakes. Like a lot of companies now, they want you to like tag mm-hmm. a friend. So, you, you know, you, you tag a friend and you like their post and they'll give away, you know, a, a Yeti cooler at the end of the week. Um, I always tell people, look for like your local companies. Like, especially you guys are, you know, you guys are in LA and New York and big cities that there's so many really cool, small local companies there or touristy type things, just like Orlando, most of them all give stuff away. And if you find them on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and you just follow their pages and read what they post, they're going to give stuff away. And it's going to be much more limited, the amount of entries, because a lot of people don't you know, they're not big national, national uh, sweepstakes. You know, they're just kind of geared towards the local audience and local people. Do you think some people are luckier than others? Like, do you think luck is a thing? Because I once met this girl. I was volunteering for, at, a, at a, like an ACLU event and I was passing out like raffle tickets. And this girl was like, oh, I can't buy a raffle ticket. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, I win everything. And I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. And then an hour later, she was like, all right, I'll buy one. And then she won. And I went up to her afterwards. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I know. It's super weird, but I win every raffle I ever submit to. (laughs) Well, no, this is a true story. It blew my fucking mind. This is a dream. Jareem, I'd have to fall asleep for that, Matt. (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, You know, I use the quote, luck plus skill equals winning. And I say it often, it's skill and knowing what to enter. And then, I think that's true for most industries. Absolutely. When we go to these conventions, there's a lot of people who have like their lucky charms out and their lucky rocks and <laughs> you know, their pixie dust <laughs> and unicorns and you name it. And I just, I still believe in probability and statistics and odds. You create your own luck. I feel like we should end there, but I have 3,000 more questions. <laughs> I would, I would very much like to make a YouTube channel 
of your life, Tom, because <laughs> we were literally sitting here chatting for 30 minutes and you already won something. A, a channel <laughs> yes. where it's like, hey guys, welcome back. I just got a lifetime supply of Reese's at a new truck. Like that's a show that people would go bonkers for. Does it exist on YouTube? I've been approached by companies to do shows and and the one mm -hmm. element that always comes back whenever someone talks about making a show about sweepstakes people is you can't win on cue. Yeah, but you just won while we were sitting here. <laughs> well, you know, I when when you said that I, I purposely decided to pull up my email just to see if like anything else ah. came across why we were I chatting. hope something else but, comes you know in. What? I, so. I, I don't know how television works, but the, but YouTube is different of like you you win enough in a week or a month span where you can just make videos. It doesn't have to be the FedEx guy coming to the door delivering the prize right at that perfect moment. Mm -hmm. It just has to be, hey guys, today I won this, this, and this. Here's how you it's it's basically what your website does, but in video kind of show vlogger form yeah, i'm surprised that does not yet exist and i'm going to edit this out so i can make it um and not give uh, matt will be charging you <laughs> <laughs> no that's i <laughs> actually that's like it it's a, it's a pretty cool idea <laughs> no, it's you know, a great I, idea i do like like i do a, i typically do a facebook live about once every three to five weeks um Perfect. and a lot of times what i do on those is anything that's come in recently or like in the last week You've explained the volume of prizes, and we get it, and it's it's completely jaw dropping, as I'm sure most people have that experience. To actually see it and see the prize room and see the stack from the week is so visual and so compelling uh, as video. Yeah, I love that you're doing live; it's perfect. It's it's uh it's interesting. Like obviously, the UPS and the FedEx, we have a a normal UPS and a normal FedEx guy, like the same guy all the time. Now, they both obviously know. Now the post office, our ma our mailman, I think, just hates me because you know he's one of those guys. He yeah, delivers in his customer. little truck. Well, he he delivers in his little truck, and I really think he gets pissed off every time he's got to carry this crap up. Like like right yeah, now, we get he gets uh, paid the same. He'd rather <laughs> deliver less. Well, <laughs> correct. And and we get right now we get a um we get a big box of chips every single month because we want chips for a year. And of course. So and he has to bring this damn big box up to the door once a month. And I think like he just has the scowl on his face. He's like, here's your fucking chips. You know, I'm and hands about it over. Your diet. It's your diet is Burger King's Reese's pieces and chips. I'm worried about you. Oh and Pil Pillsbury uh oh, biscuits. Pillsbury, Don't yeah, forget. yeah, yeah. Five hundred dollars worth. <laughs> yeah. No, Pillsbury gave out $500 Walmart gift cards. Have at, you uh, gotten over the any vegetables? I'm, try, I'm trying to think now. Like you're you're 100% right. Like most of the like food products are are junk. Like I won Pizza Hut for a year once. Whoa. Of course you I did. I won uh, toaster strudel. We had How so many much toaster strudels oh did you God. eat in a year? You know what? We gave so many away. I bet you I don't think I Go ate ahead. more than five of them, but we had <laughs> we had a freezer in our garage at the time and it was just filled with toaster strudel. People would come over, I'd be like, here. Did you win that freezer too? <laughs> so, How many yeah. extra freezers do you have? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I got all this toaster strudel, but I need a freezer. Better go enter 500 contests. I've I've never won a, a like a full size refrigerator. There's something I've never won. I, I've won like mini fridges. I've probably won ten of them. I've never won a full-size fridge. I'm sorry to keep developing your YouTube channel, but half the show <laughs> is you going to homeless shelters, bringing a, a Santa Claus sack oh, full of toaster strudels, oh, saying, lovely. here you go, everyone. You know what I'm saying? Well, my uh, They need my vegetables, wife, too. My <laughs> wife is doing this whole big thing with the senior center next month, and that's what she said. She's like, She came home actually yesterday, and she's like, Next month's chips, I need them because I said I would supply the chips for the senior center. She's like, I'll be taking them chips and Reese's. So Nice, nice. What do you think is the total cash value of your winnings over the past, I don't know, year, five years, whatever you want to tell us? I keep it in a like a lifetime total, and it's it's over half a million dollars in prizes yeah. since I've been doing That's this. That's insane. Um, you know, some years are bigger than others, and trip – Trips can really inflate that number, especially like Super Bowl trips. So I could say, hey, this year I won $50,000 in prizes, but five of it might be trips totaling twenty five dollars or $30,000. Um, that still counts. It, mm-hmm. it does, but you might have won a lot more in like gift cards and cash and, and things like that. Well, I didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Like I love gift cards. So anytime I get one, as soon as it comes in the mail, I pay on my cell phone and my cable bill um, because I can pay those with credit card and, you know, there's no extra fees. I haven't paid my cell phone or my cable bill myself since we moved down to Florida. How long has that been? Four and a half years ago. Jesus Christ. That's really smart. My burning question at at the end here is like... I feel very conscious of privacy. And I know you said, you know, create a new email account. Absolutely. But you're talking about um, texting. I mean, most people don't have more than one phone. So you're texting from your main number, which then probably elicits a lot of spam text. Your mail carrier probably delivers a truckload of junk mail to your house every day. Any tips on how to like participate in the sweeper community, but still kind of safeguarding or insulating your real identity and contact information from these companies who are just going to abuse all of this information, I'm sure. You know, you'd be surprised. Like junk mail, actually like physical mail, I don't get much at all. Uh, Spam text, because people have pre-selected these, they've went through, I've looked at them, I know they're legitimate companies. Um, So there's a lot of things in place that companies just can't randomly start texting you. So texting's not Mm. too bad. Email? That's a problem. You're going to get a lot of, of email, definitely. You can simply unsubscribe. Like I, I unsubscribe to a couple things every single day to try and keep that inbox as clean as possible. But again, the, the information I'm giving out is my, you know, my name, my address, my email, which is usually not my personal email. It's more of my one I'm using to enter sweepstakes specifically, uh, you know, and my phone number. Are, are you going to get calls? You know. I mean, you guys probably heard my phone ring a couple times. Um, you do. You know, you you get on the wrong list. You're going to get solicitations and calls and, you know, someone's telling your, your car's out of warranty. But it, it's really not as bad as people think it is. Also, the Super Bowl probably makes it worth it. it, it, it it's a trade-off. I mean, uh, you're correct. If you, if you really want to do it and enter sweepstakes correctly... Um, there is a trade-off for that and you give up some of that. But it's not as big as I thought. And and my takeaway here is that there are laws and rules ar- 
around sweepstakes, but you log into Facebook one time and you're fucked, like your privacy's out the window. And that's, I find really fascinating from a like analog digital perspective. It's interesting, like with Facebook, because Facebook only allows you to have one account. And a lot of sweepstakes people, when they start on our sweepstakes, they're like, oh, I'll just create a second account and I'll have one for sweepstakes and one for my friends and family. If Facebook ever finds out you did that, they shut them both down and then you get to choose sure. which one you want to keep. I guess I'm I'm thinking of it more from the legal perspective of when you, s- there are terms and conditions for all sweepstakes, uh, yes. I assume. Um, you're agreeing to it. And I, what I'm hearing here is that there are laws that prevent Pepsi from abusing your personal information, but the terms of service that you agree to when you sign up for Google or Facebook or Apple have less protection, as we've seen with all the privacy abuses in the last uh, yes. you know months and years. You you are that's my you are one hundred percent correct, and and a lot of people won't enter if they have to agree to allow Facebook to access certain things. Um, yes, but like like texting, there's actually been lawsuits where. You know, these class action lawsuits where like, I I think one was like Shell Gas, where somebody texts to enter a sweepstake and they kept texting then soliciting them and they actually had to pay per text. And and some of these people got quite a bit of money. So along those lines, what are your top tips for steering clear of scams? Never pay to enter a sweepstakes. You know, if if you, if you get that email and says, you know, you just need to pay, uh, you know, seven ninety nine shipping fee, or you need to pay this, or provide your credit card number, like you, you should never, ever, ever have to pay uh, something to claim a prize or to enter a sweepstakes. If you're paying to enter, then it's more like a raffle. Know that if somebody contacts you and says you won something. There sh- they should always have a set of rules that they can supply you with. So if you get that call and they say, hey, you want a three-night vacation in Biloxi, Mississippi, uh, you know, you, all you got to do is tell me you know, when you want to go. A lot of times, you know, again, those are timeshare solicitations and things like that. Uh, they would have actual rules. And most of the time, they're not calling you with this stuff. They're going to send it over to you. They're going to tell you you're a potential winner. They're going to attach a copy of the rules. Uh, you're going to be able to look at it, read it, understand it, make sure that it's 100% legit. And if you're not sure, you ask. You, you find out uh, who's running it or, you know, like a site like I win. I get people send me emails all the time and say, Tom, I just got this, you know, notification saying I, I won this. Is it is it legit? Is it not? Is this a scam? Um, you know, ninety eight percent of the time, I can tell them right away. Yeah, this is good. You know, I know what sweep that is. Go ahead, send them your information. You're fine. Because at that point, a lot of times you are sharing your social security number because you're going to have to submit a W nine to them. All right, we have one final question. Can we quit our jobs and enter sweeps all day? Because that's what we really <laughs> would love to do. Yeah. Like if I could get a car and some gas and some gift cards, am I set? You know, everyone does. And you know what? Sure enough, like perfect timing. The FedEx guy is walking up right now. Delivering oh my your God. Oh, What'd you yes. win? What'd you win? It's, it's a $100 Starbucks gift card. Oh. So <laughs> do you want me to put you Two on hold prizes. so I can sign for this? Yes, yes, please. Please. We'll talk about, right. we'll yes. talk about You want two things in this hour? Your dog is so excited. Did you hear that? I'm excited. <laughs> that was just me, Jen. I didn't, he doesn't oh, have a dog. Okay. Oh, okay. 
A hundred dollars to Starbucks, or as I like to call it, Tuesdays. What? <laughs> Got him. All right, I am back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the most you've won in a single day? You know, somebody just messaged me and told me they won two trips the other day in the same day, and I wow. have actually never won two trips in the same day. You jealous? So I, I was a little, <laughs> but you know, I'd say. You know, value-wise, it's probably like things like these these Super Bowl trips are really expensive. All right, well, I'm going to go cry, um, <laughs> but thank you for teaching me how to live my life. I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, you, you had asked, uh, you'd asked the question, you know, is, is it feasible? And there, there are definitely people who try to do it as a job, um, but I always recommend doing it to enhance your life. You know, doing it as a hobby, doing it to enhance, uh, you know, have experiences and maybe just some extra things that you normally wouldn't buy. Like maybe you're not going to go buy that Apple Watch, but instead you win it. Yeah, full time you end up malnourished. Full time's a <laughs> can't let this go. Full time sweepers <laughs> is a hard. I, I quit my job, but I've been eating French fries for three for weeks. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's funny. All right. Well, thank you for these incredible tips. I am going to go enter sweeps. Yeah. Thanks so much, Tom. Hey, no problem. I really appreciate you guys having me on. So I'm just curious, did either of you win any prizes during the course of the last, you know, hour? (laughs) Anyone? That's incredible. I got to record this podcast and that was prize enough for me. Oh, I won a Trader Joe's well, gift card. See, as a matter of fact. No, you yeah. didn't. Stop taunting us. We are supposed to be winning all the fucking time, but we never do. <laughs> I know. Trivia is rigged. Except for that very cute Christmas card. Yes. Mm. Yes. You know, indeed. other holidays are approaching, Matthew, like Labor Day. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You, you enter the contest 52 times a year, and once a year, you get something. I think Honestly, that's, those odds are pretty good. Honestly, given the math he told us, those odds are pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We didn't Damn really it. get into this, but I wonder how much time it takes him to enter 100 to 150 things a week. Like, right. Yeah, oh, just, that's a very important question. Yeah, we that have was to call important. Him back. Tom, if it let takes, us know. If it takes 10, 15 minutes a day, I'm in. If it takes two hours, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> firmly out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I have a little something that I like to call voicemail. Wait, no! I mean, yes. Yeah, this is uh, Jerome here calling. I'm from uh, Minnesota area, and I've gotten hooked on your podcast lately, and uh, I listen to them while I'm driving truck at night. But anyway, what I'm wondering about is if you've ever done a segment on online dating to another country, like from here to London. And if you had, what kind of response have you had? Every time I say something about it, everybody always just gets going about it's just a scam. And uh, I just kind of wonder about this. So we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Once again, I go by Romy, but my name is Jerome. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye. Have a wonderful day. You too, Jerome. I mean, Romy. Romy. So, yes, in fact, we did do 
but maybe you're referencing something more specific, but our Valentine's Day episode was all about two women who met on MySpace, ended up becoming a couple and getting married. One of them was in the States. One of them was in England, in London, I believe. Um, but that is not you know traditional online dating I, as I we know it. Is he talking about mail order brides? That's what I was wondering. Mm. Romy, what are we right. talking about here? <laughs> I would like to look into that. Yeah. Also, those yeah. voicemails honestly make my day because yeah. it all it still just feels like we're talking to ourselves. And when you yes. hear someone's voice who's like, I'm in Minnesota and I listen to you when I drive my truck at night, like it's amazing. You know, it would be really fun if you all out there would just leave us a mo- voicemail and all you have to say is, My name is blank and I listen to your podcast when I blank. Don't say masturbating. Well, that sounded <laughs> really like not anything. That formula isn't gonna work. I would like, why? Because you think most people are swamping? Well, I look forward to your swamp calls. It's going to be great. <laughs> and this is how Jen and I ended up in a sex ring. I just, I just want to know who you <laughs> are, where, where you am. are, and how you consume this podcast. I yeah, know, that would be enough. do you listen to us while masturbating? Do you start <laughs> masturbating while you're listening, or were you masturbating and then you turn us on? I don't know. Turn I us don't on. want those voicemails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, on that note. as usual. I know. Thank you so much for your call, Romy. <laughs> we want to hear from the rest of you. So definitely, definitely reach out to us. Um, there are a couple different ways you can do that. So you can always tweet at us. I'm at June Bugger. I'm at Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-T. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail as Romy did. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And last but not least, join us in our Discord server, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Listeners of the show are going there and they are helping us come up with interview questions. They're suggesting interviewees and they're also just having a lively conversation about a lot of different things. So pop in discord.gg slash 2G1P. If they want to contribute to us, Ali, what do they do? Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Okay. Thanks everyone. Good luck with your sweeps this week. I just Googled mail order brides. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg, then randomly selected from 10,000 other podcasts. I mean, produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. Head over to patreon.com slash 2G1P for a guaranteed chance to win. Our eternal gratitude when you make a contribution to support this show. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. Ta-da!